Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Redman TV. This is the instant match reaction as Liverpool have just beaten Cardiff 2-0 away at, I think it's the Cardiff City Stadium, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is nine wind on the balance, John Reid. This is John Reid. If, uh, if none of you know this lovely man, is this Hello. the first time you've done this is the match, yeah. Well, you got, you're in for a treat, everybody. But <laughs> as I was saying, nine wind on the bounce. We're doing exactly what we need to do. Keeping winning the games, keeping the pressure on City. It's boss. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't a vintage performance, was it? I think no. we can say that. Uh, you know, certainly seen us play more attack on football, more creative football, but it just, it was the result we needed really, wasn't it? You know, like it, all everything that's gone on in the last week and a half, you know, it's it's all for nothing if if we don't go beat Cardiff and yeah. the, these teams we should be beating. And um, you know, we struggled a bit first half, but ultimately, you know, I think the quality showed through. To be honest, really, and you know, bit, you know, some would argue a bit lucky with the way some of the goals happened. But for me, I think you know, ultimately, it was the right result, wasn't it? Yeah, no, I completely agree, mate. So we'll go to the start. Team comes out. Genie over Fabinho and a lot of people are saying you know, would, is, is this the game to bring Gomez back in do you rotate Matip but he sticks with Matip when Adam comes over Fabinho what are your thoughts on the team? It was the right team I think um, I mean Genie's been one of the most consistent players this season I think and he's mm. you know, he's needed a break and he's certainly needed some time away I think to yeah. kind of get, get, get his fitness back and not, not burn out but you know, this this is exactly the type of game I think you know you'd have him in for. He's super hands, mm-hmm. um, you know, and you, you know I can understand. I can completely understand given why you know Fabinho doesn't seem to me when we watch him. He's by seventy sometimes. He can seem a bit gassed. Yeah. Um, so it's I think that was the right move. The Gomez one I think was interesting. Um, it obviously comes on later in the match, but. Uh, especially with his cameo and stuff against Porto, you think maybe you know we might have got the nod or or even just a cameo at right back. I know when we were mm. doing the uh, the build up show, you were yeah. saying he might, uh, Ross was saying he might he might appear right back, and I thought mm. that that would have been an interesting show. But mm. uh, no, I had, I had no problems with the team. No, no, I completely agree, mate. I think we're at a point now where everyone knows all the players are boss. You know, there's even like you know, like Naby Keita and Jordan Henderson, players that months in the, in the past were sort of. They're not. They're not going to. They're not for this Liverpool team this season. You know, we'll give them another season. See what. See what happens to them. But I think Wijnaldum. You're right. I think he was tired the, the past few weeks. But you know, Barman, he plays all the international breaks. He's not like sort of Robertson and Trent, where they sort of sit out because we need him so much. He plays more. He loves. He clearly loves playing for the Netherlands. But he has needed a rest, and he's, he he looked rested. And I think 
when with the likes of Cardiff, Neil Warnock weren't going to come out and press you, were they? I don't think you needed Fabinho there, who's the guy mm. that's the master of breaking up play when you're being pressed. You know, he's, he's a car med, he can make excellent tackles. Genie absorbs pressure, he moves the ball well, and people forget like he was he was phenomenal the first half of this season. He has looked tired, but I think it was the right call bringing him back in. I think it was, and I think you know, it's a, to me like it's a, it's a confident team decision to kind of put that team out and yeah. go. Like you say, you know, we don't necessarily need a lad who's going to break play up and kind of yeah. recycle it. We're just going to go with our is is three lads. Is the front three and is three lads in the midfield who are just going yeah. to come at you and pressure and that's you know you can argue I suppose that like, you know Klopp's got his lads and his lads are his lads at the yeah. minute but yeah. um, you know it's a confident decision I think to come out and go look you know you know we, we know what we're about we're going to yeah. attack you we're going to pressure you you're just going to put you know four lads in midfield you know four lads behind them in, in, yeah. behind the ball and you know we're, we're just going to go at this and you know at some point you're going to crack yeah no I agree mate and I think the Gomez thing as well it's just I think we'll see Gomez I think it, as, as we're now in the semi-finals of Barcelona and hopefully pushing on post the Premier League and looking to get again to our, our second semi our second final of the Champions League seasons in a row I think Gomez could be really instrumental in that I think I think Percy will see him against Huddersfield at home. You know, Huddersfield mm-hmm. a, a relegated team, and it's, it's a safer bet to bring him in there. If 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 Klopp's plan is integrate Gomez before next season, do you think he makes that's the only change he makes for Huddersfield, or do you think he makes more changes in terms of like he rotates it a bit? Do you maybe see Shakiri or something coming out? Yeah, that's a strange one because I think that game is a really important one as terms of in terms of sort of a how we see Huddersfield and b mm-hmm. sort of viable options for the rest of the season because obviously. Because say Kate has come back in, Henderson's more in a more advanced role. We're seeing the Lana obviously, but he's injured. We've not seen much of Shakiri, and I think that's a testament of if we see him in at Huddersfield, okay, he's still in contention. But if we don't, then I think it's a case of maybe he's just not the guy this season. Maybe there's, he's mm. just not learned enough yet uh, with the, with the opportunities he's been given to sort of be a mainstay in and around this team. But who knows? Say so Huddersfield's next week. We'll, we'll, we'll look at that then when it comes. But this game, the first half. I think we were in control. Uh, I think there was only one breakaway sprint that their uh, that their winger made. He was absolutely rapid, to be fair to him. But we had a handful of chances. Just seemed to be putting everything over the bar. You know, we, it wasn't it wasn't for lack of trying. But did that make you frustrated, or were you quite calm? Um, a bit of both, really. I mean, you kind of want. I think with chances like that, they were great chances, and you kind of want the team to just kind of put the game to bed. Early, yeah, you? you know, yeah. we we had three or four where you think. We could be we could be two or three nil up here type thing and mm. you know and then, and then you can start rotating the squad a bit maybe bringing a Gomez on those, those types of things and mm. and just 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 have it done but there's also a kind of thing it's it's weird that like I've kind of got especially with that that start that guy keep putting out saying how oh, we keep scoring in the last fifteen minutes yeah. of games and stuff I, I've I've weirdly become this season yeah. um, in terms yeah. of like last season and the season before being a bag of rags if we hadn't sc- yeah. at the end of the first half and he, yeah. even to be honest uh, watching the game you know Tom as well you know we were also then he, he he kind of said you know fucking hell, like you know and. I can understand it and that is frustrating but at the same time I just think I've, I've, I've seen enough this season and this late into the season as well to know that we're going to come good wherever happens I think and Yeah, and no. ultimately that, that is what happened yeah you're exactly right I don't think there's never really an air of sort of oh we need to score it sort of any of this stuff even against mm. the top opposition like, like with your likes of Spurs you know we can challenge we can play our game and it might not just be coming off but we, you can see that there's clear opportunities we're doing the right things and it's just a case of this one of these is going to fall and for us and it obviously inevitably does but Genie Wijnaldum of all people <laughs> off of a corner you know Trent Alexander-Arnold well, I, I said sort of as it came on I was like, that's a terrible cross well, you know we're so used to throwing him in back stick or sort of near post for a flick on but Genie Wijnaldum comes into the, the gaping space that's left and absolutely rockets one it was a, it was a striker's finish wasn't it he yeah. full on full on side for the instant I loved yeah. it um, and 
he, like the relief as well for him. I think I think you know he, he's another player who you know I don't think the fans get on his back in the same way maybe some people get on Henderson's back, but mm-hmm. yeah. Um, you know that that the, the millstone, you know the stick you're gonna beat Ronaldo with is the kind of you know the, the goal scoring thing, yeah. especially you know off coming uh, coming from Newcastle having scores at 11, 12 yeah. goals that yeah. season. Um, and I think you could see like the, the belief from him was palpable, but also also I think you know the belief from from the team. You know, like uh, you say, like you know, a first half of squandered chances, and you know we were like, when was the goal? Like fifty seven minutes in, something yeah. like that. Yeah, literally fifty seven. <laughs> yeah, match analysis. But uh, you know, it, it was guys that time in the game where you do start thinking like, fucking hell, like, is this gonna come? Do, do we need to make some changes? That type yeah. of thing. So I think it was a great relief for him, I think, but also a great relief for the team and an and absolutely wonderful finish. Absolutely, mate. And the, the big thing for me is sort of we tout we touted sort of at, at the start of the season we, we we're playing a more fullback game. You know, we've we lost with the loss of Oxlade Chamberlain towards the end of last season and, and this season we can't we're crying out saying we need a ten. You know, Nabil Fakir sort of drama was continuing on and through the start of the season saying we need a creative midfield that's why we're not scoring as many goals that's why we're not that's why Salah's not off on his feet as much as he was but I, I saw the point and I've seen and I was going to say we changed our games uh, utilised the fullbacks more that became our system but you're seeing now that goal scoring midfielders is is what's coming up with the goods in the last sort of few weeks you know, you've seen Cater get goals Henderson get goals and assists now Gina Wijnaldum and James Milner get on the score sheet again and it's such an important faucet to have in terms of if it's not clicking up front you need men behind the ball Van Dijk's obviously scored four goals for us this season he's still a guy that's, that's getting goals you need goal scores all over the pitch that can pick up the pieces when it's not quite working for you front three yeah I, I think it's again I think it's a confidence thing and I think it's you know you know, we were talking during the game of kind of you know like this this competition strength and uh, Rob have got going on yeah. in terms of the assists. I think you're seeing a little bit of that to be honest with with the midfield, especially with the kind of thing of Henderson moving forward. And mm. it's me, you know, it's taken most of a season maybe for it to happen, for it to mm. click. But you know, I think you haven't seen the kind of the you know the what the added dimension for Mourinho's brought to the team and and Kaita yeah. when he's been good. Yeah, you know the, the things that he's brought. I think some of the other lads have kind of you know it's, it's brought their game on, which yeah. is what you want. But also it's brought them on in a kind of thing of you know like oh, oh okay well you don't I don't have to just do all this 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 busy work. You know oh. I can get forward, get into the area mm. and stuff. And Milner's always had that in this game. I think when Aldum's always had it to a degree, but we haven't seen it obviously in a red shirt. Mm. And then you know obviously the Henderson's there's loads of stuff like Henderson moving position, but mm. it's exactly what you want. And you know. I think we're at that stage now as a team and as a club where a lot of teams now are doing the thing that they do to City where they just go, look, we're just going to put 10 men behind the ball. And and it it means you can play more like that. It means you can have more lads moving forward and play with one lad in the middle of the park and and two lads ahead of them, you know what I mean, who who join the attack. No, I completely agree, mate. I think you've hit the nail on the head there with terms of confident. Like when nobody likes playing teams that know they're good, you know, there's been a lot of teams in the past, like, you know, Arsenal, Spurs at points this season, you know, there's quality there. But you see that there's inconsistencies at the same time. Whereas this Liverpool team, this Manchester City team, know that they're a team full of boss players. They've got a boss manager. They've got a boss style of football. And other teams respect it because they know that that, that belief in themselves just strikes fear into the heart of your opponent. But as uh, we see Fabinho come on, you know, mm-hmm. so we're like, OK, we're 2-0 up. Oh, sorry, we're 1-0 up. Well, let's try and shore it up a little bit. You know, Keita was... Keita had a good game, but he was sort of probably the least effective of the of the midfielders left on the pitch. You take Keita off, bring Fabinho on, and I don't think he was even on the pitch for a minute before uh, before he obviously has a he has a terrible head injury and he's replaced by James Milner. Now, obviously, we, there's no news that's come out yet about Fabinho. We're doing this whilst the the post match uh, press conference is going on, but it looked it looked more like sort of maybe a slight bit of concussion and maybe mm. just sort of take him off just to be safe you know we don't need to take any risks yeah you hope it's not a long term I want to ain't too serious he you know 
we saw the physio obviously doing the whole thing like checking his checking his vision and stuff giving him one of them <laughs> giving him one of them um, you hope it's a precautionary thing that they took him off just to be safe yeah. and I can't remember who it was recently but someone came and there was, there was one a few months ago where one of the lad came back on and felt dizzy and fell over again and yeah. you think and yeah. you, you don't you don't want to make it worse do you especially no. you know for the, for him first and foremost but also you know when we have we have the Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Options on the bench. So yeah. to shame really, because I think it's, it's a game where we were in the ascendancy and, you know, mm. he, he could have come on and made a big difference. Not, not that he had to, ultimately, mm. but um, it would have been nice to see him. Being, you know, hopefully he'll be fine for, for the rest of the game. Yeah, yeah, of course. We're, so hopefully by, we're doing the final word immediately after this. So potentially by the time we film that, we, there will be news. So make sure you go and check that out over on the RedmanTV.com straight after this show. It'll be going out tonight. So you've got your instant uh, instant final word reaction almost. <laughs> but uh, anyway, back to the game. So in a way, obviously, you said that we've got. It's good that we've got options when sort of you bring a, a big name player on the pitch, like Fabinho. Sort of, you know exactly what he's going to do, and that slow the game down, make it a lot more controlled. But replacing him with James Milner sort of turned out to be a really excellent substitution in the end, obviously because Mo Salah then for the second goal goes up the other end, wins a penalty. I've just first of all, most just uh, appeased Tom Dutton, who for some reason was confused <laughs> as to whether this was a penalty or not. John Reid was it a penalty? It was very much a penalty. Yeah. He, he had him, he had him in a rock bottom about four <laughs> weeks. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> to, to tweet Tom and ask him if it was a pen. Uh, it's that we all agree it was definitely a pen, yeah. but Tom wasn't sure. Yeah, so he, he spent about Tom know it was a pen. <laughs> he spent about five minutes of the story of the match that you'll probably see of just going. Um, I think that that's. I mean, he's got to stay up there. He's got to, it's like, and we're all just looking at him like Tom. Tom, fuck off. Yeah, you're doing yourself no favours here. But as I was saying, James Milner. You know, we, we were saying if Milner's on the pitch, who takes it, and it's Mo Salah. But Mo Salah's a good penalty taker, but he's not James Milner. So he's not missed a penalty this this Premier League season. I can't even remember the last time he missed a penalty for Liverpool and puts away an absolutely fantastic penalty. You know, keepers bottom left. Puts us 2-0 up and sort of at that point, it was the 81st minute, you're like, that's what we needed. It was it was perfect and the celebration topped it for me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, absolute, absolute scenes in the OI end. Yeah. Um, no, he, I mean, there's not a lot you can say about Milner. I don't think he's, you know, he's he's the consummate professional, isn't he? He's, 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 the, he's the steady hand, you know, he's the the kind of, you know, that figure that you need in the squad and want in, the squad, in any football squad, I think, who, who can mm. come on and make things safe and just knows what he's doing. Mm. Um, but I thought... Given the way he came on, especially as well with the injury, he, you know he he came on as a safe pair of hands. You know he, he he did everything he needed to do, and actually weirdly got involved in the attack and play a lot more than I thought he might have. I thought he'd come on and just kind of sit and just you know mm. kind of break things up, but he actually got involved in the attack and play. And like you say, to to come on and 
you know, take a pen like that, and you know, he, he's added you know so much to the team yeah. you know, over the last two or three seasons. Either in terms of assists in the Champions League last year on, yeah. on the way there, or or you know, in terms of the his penalty taking and stuff, he's he's still I think a vital cog of, of the team, yeah. and and that adds something that we don't have in some of the other players. No, I completely agree, mate. And it's it's one of those where when when you list a team that's obviously that's brilliant, or could go on to win things, you go through it and. You got your likes, your front three: Van Dijk, Fabinho, Allison. All these players that uh, will be touted as sort of like this is the reason why Liverpool are where they are. But you need players like James Milne, you know, the unsung heroes that don't get any of the plaudits, don't really get any of the media attention, but are there every time you need them, putting the shift in and, and making putting appearances that are really important goals. Like you say, goals, assists. Just just Milner as a, as, a, as an individual is just a very class act, and like I say, what, there's sort of if Leeds come up this this next season, there's sort of murmurings that maybe he'll go and finish his career at, at Leeds, and it'll be it'll be really hard to see him go because he's been an, an excellent servant at, at Liverpool. It'd be, be brilliant for them, I think, if they did come up and that he'd he'd add, he'd add the right type of experience yeah. with me you know what I mean yeah, in terms for of a like, newly promoted team that just needs a bit of Premier League and especially if like, he's the, I, don't know, I don't know who the captain is at Leeds but if he's no. the captain say, or, something, or something in that look but he definitely have that kind of thing I I really don't want to see him go no I um, agree I think like you know I don't think there's many questions now around him being the best free transfer I think we've ever yeah, had and, uh, absolutely I'd, I'd you know, I'd, I'd love for, to see the, the club give him a new deal and maybe do another couple of years or however long he thinks he's got left. To be honest, at the top, the top level. Yeah, goes, yeah. And it was it's sort of it was personified by his celebration, wasn't it? It gives it. I'm sure you've all seen it, where he gives it sort of the achy back walking stick, <laughs> saying to everyone, sort of like they call him old. You know, they call him the the old man of of this football club. But like I was saying earlier, his his, his thing. By the way, just as a, as a complete aside, that his his role reversal on that board and James Miller thing is just absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Like who yeah. knew, who knew he was literally like one of the funniest soundest men in football. Yeah. Like, and I'm he's sure still boss at football at the yeah. age that he's at. Hello, he's just he's just, he's just absolutely just just ace in life, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. and it's he, just he just typifies sort of this group of lads that we've got at, at the football club, and it's like. You're right. I don't want to lose any of these characters. I can't wait for Ox to come back in because I absolutely love him on and off the pitch. And James Milner is very much one of those characters that's just he he personifies exactly what it is to be a Liverpool Football Club player. One of the things I love actually at the minute as well, just to touch on on, on like the, you're saying there, is we, we we joked about it during the game, but kind of like the, the reactions to some of the goals lately, I think mm. show. You know, you can argue it's the title running thing, I think, but it shows that just how much it means to them, but also how much that they're enjoying the football yeah. and and the fact that they're celebrating as a squad and stuff. You mm. know, it's, it's not just uh, almost scored. Everyone give my high five. It's yeah. you know, like when Alden gets a goal, everyone's made up from you know, you know, Henderson the other week. Um, we've had a few recently where we've had like you know, kind of like lads who haven't really chipped in much this season, but are now starting to, to do a few goals. Mm. Um, and I just think that's great because I just think you know the manager does he, we, the manager says a lot about kind of the culture around the squad and the culture mm. around the club and you know the fact that we're calm and stuff and you can see you know how he is on the touchline and see Guardiola how he is on the touchline absolutely you know, ripping what, what little hair he has left out. Yeah. yeah. But but you, you don't see that in our players and I think that's brilliant that they, mm. they clearly are they clearly have bought into what he's saying and and they very much it's not just a show thing they really yeah. do enjoy playing football which doesn't being in each other's company. No, absolutely, and it's that whole like it's. From the manager to the starting eleven to the bench to even sort of transfer committee to chairman, all of like just this. In my lifetime, I've been, I'm only 21, so I've got a much smaller sort of lifespan of knowing Liverpool Football Club more than you, sort of Chris and Paul and the likes of that. But even even, even in my lifetime, <laughs> you've got a few years on me. But um, it's a case of like it's always been, you know, your Alonso's, your Gerrard's, your Suarez's, your Torres's. It's always been a handful of names amongst teams that are average or in an era of Liverpool where there's there's a few shining lights in sort of what is what is overall sort of quite a, 
a poor sort of setup at the football club. Mm. But this feels like everything's bang on. Like there's not, I wouldn't change one thing about the way the football clubs run. Sort of. So, and like I say, I say it every time. We're just so lucky to have this mm. now. No, it is. You know, this is the best Liverpool team I've ever seen play football. And Definitely. again, you know, but what's really reassuring for me isn't isn't just me saying that. It's, it's people again who, who are older than me saying that. Yeah. Um, who, who lived through yeah. all kind of through the nineties, the eighties, yeah, the seventies, the eighties, and the nineties, and, and saw all all kind of the teams we, we speak of in legend type thing. Mm. Um, but it, it it can do a bit of everything, I think, which is the thing I love. And you know, I've spoke on on other shows in the past at length about why I love Rafa's eight oh nine team yeah. and stuff and. It, what I liked about them was it was like such a well-oiled machine, but it mm. played one style of football mm. pretty much. Yeah, um, and like you say, it had a group of lads who were brilliant and just a kind and of. And they know, dragged sort it, of the rest of them up. Dragged with the rest them. of them up. Whereas this, this, this isn't that. We obviously got some. Obviously, I've got some world-class players in this team, but um, you know, we, everyone plays a role. Everyone, they like say, everyone, everyone's a vital component to what we're doing, and mm. it's not just a team that can just play one way. It's a team that can, can smother you and attack you. Yeah, but yeah. it's a team that's you know we've got the best defensive record in the league. Yeah. You know, most clean sheets most clean sheets one of the best at set pieces and stuff you know we can do a bit of everything and mix it with a bit of everybody and that's overall I suppose bringing it back to Cardiff is a one of, for me was one of the more interesting things about this game you know I've seen so many different sides this Liverpool team throughout the course of the season and this this again was a different test and yeah. you know on the back of the City Spurs thing you know knowing that going into it again it, I suppose the Anybody could have been deflated going yeah. in, you know, and, and you know we could have let the, we could have let that get to us. And in the past, we have, you know, I'm sure yeah. if you know, I don't know how much how much you were watching the 13, 14 season, but mm. I was kind of every, every game, yeah. and it did get in our heads a bit. I think, and yeah. it, it, this hasn't, which I'm glad. You know what I mean? It's it's become so much. It, we've matured in such a good way. I think. Yeah, yeah, like you say, even with, with, when you've got so many key players in your team like Trent who are 20 years old and they they still know and, and understand how to keep a cool head in situations like this it just speaks volumes to not only this season but the future of this football club for the next five, six, seven, eight years so but of course it's always it's, this season specifically it comes down to Manchester City you know it comes down to can will they drop points at some point in the season it's, it's back over to them on Wednesday against um, Manchester United just quickly how do you think that's going to go is it a case of United uh, have been that poor they need to bounce back in a game against Manchester City because it would be the most United thing to be shite and then come back and beat City and do us a favour or do you think it's just it's ropes for them this season I, I, I think it might be barely I, I really want to believe that um, that United team can do well and yeah. they, they seem a bit like you know, like uh, Rabbit in the headlights a bit like playing Barca they seemed a bit shell-shocked like yeah. the Elwick, we haven't come up against this and, yeah. and the same the same with, uh, with Everton really that it's that back line. I just, I just don't, and I don't know what what it is with the hair. What's happened to him in the last two or three weeks? He just seems yeah. to be making a just down tools a bit, hasn't he? Down tools, yeah. yeah. But I don't know. It, it might be, it might be. Never thought I'd be relying on Sean Dyche to help us, help us uh, win a league title. But there we are. But yeah, like I say every cloud though. If, if if it comes to a point where you're relying on a Brendan Rodgers' Leicester and a Sean Dyche's Burnley over a Manchester United team, then. It shows the levels that we've 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 superseded that football club. There'd be, there'd be something very poetic in in, in Burnley toppling City yeah. and yeah. also after 13-14 Rodgers helping yeah. win the league. Yeah. both of those. I'm, I'm up for both of them. Can we can we make that happen? Yeah, both come on. This that's got to happen. But we all we can do is keep on winning these games. You know, another two 0 win today, pretty convincing in the end. But like I say that's all it can be. Huddersfield next, but we've got all the post match stuff from this game coming out. So, final word and man of the match show will be coming out tonight, and uh, we're building up to Huddersfield starting on Monday. So, thank you very much, John. It was pleasure. lovely, it was a pleasure. Uh, make sure you like, subscribe, subscribe to Rebben TV, jump over to RebbenTV.com because we will be filming the final word very, very soon, and it will be out within the next couple of hours. So, yeah, make sure you check that out. We'll see you later. 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.